Adam Johnson lost his life playing hockey just recently. He was playing hockey in the U.K. He was cut by a skate, and it turned into an absolute tragedy. And it certainly has started up the discussion about neck guards. Neck guards are mandatory in minor hockey. Not sure whether we have perfected the way a neck guard should operate. There are different styles. But at least there's discussion going on right now. And someone who is always at the forefront of that discussion is someone who lived through something incredibly scary going back to 1975. Kim Crouch was a goalie at the time and was playing hockey at a junior level. And we had a chance to talk with Kim about the day that his life was saved and what his dad did following that day. Because we've had a tragedy with Adam Johnson. Clint Malarchuk had a tragic situation. His life was saved. We've seen a couple of other incidents like this. Here is Kim talking about what happened to him in 1975. Uh, well, the accident happened in January 1975. I was playing for the Markham Waxers in what was then known as the Provincial Junior A League, playing goal. Uh, puck was entering the blue over the blue line. I raced out to smother it. Two players jumped over me, and one of their skates nicked the side of my neck and severed my carotid artery. Um, quick action by trainer Joe Piccinini. At the time, only 23 years of age, um, basically saved my life, and that was uh, confirmed by the surgeon that performed. Uh, the operation uh, after my injuries. So a very uh, quick response required for such a nasty injury. From that, my dad um, came and visited me in the hospital shortly after, asked me if I wanted to continue to play. And being 18, I was, uh, oh, yeah, let's do it. And he, uh, in short period of time, designed and had a prototype neck card for me to wear. And where would he have put this together? Because your dad at the time was chief, was he not? Uh, he, he actually was the fire chief here in the town of Whitby. He had, um, you know, access to different safety people in the as a, as part of his job. He approached some of them and soon gathered blistering nylon, had a, had an idea in mind, put it to uh, some local sewers, and uh, yeah, it was all ready for me. I was back on the ice, and I, I believe Mike, it was within two to three weeks and had my neck guard, wearing my neck guard then. And the other thing, too, was it was front-page news, uh, which gathered a lot of attention from the general public. So that helped uh, produce uh, or get the, the neck guard uh, popular and known, and from there, uh, it unfortunately, didn't. it took till 1993 to become mandatory uh, for minor hockey. But that's basically the story. Isn't that incredible that it did take till 1993? Because we think, oh, yeah, yeah, we started wearing neck guards in the 80s. Many people did, but didn't come, become mandatory until 1993. We're talking with Kim Crouch, and we're talking about how the first neck guard came to be. So what did this neck guard, Kim, look like? Basically, it uh, looked uh, much like a turtleneck from a distance, only um, it was padded inside with the ballistic nylon for cut resistance. So 
it had a bib in the front, uh, which also uh, provided protection. But from a distance, it just fastened at the back with uh, Velcro. It looked like a turtleneck. And when you put it on for the very first time, you were coming back into a game where you had suffered a very serious injury. Was this something that, that helped you in any way to feel maybe a little bit safer on the ice or, or at, at 18, like you say, maybe you didn't think about that? No, I, I knew that the, that the protection gave me more confidence and, and um, I felt better for it, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I played... Uh, played tight up until into my 60s and uh, always wore the neck guard and uh, it just became part of my every you know I wouldn't step on the ice without it we are talking right now with the first person ever to wear a neck guard Kim Crouch and if you're just joining us Kim was playing for the Markham Waxers in 1975 and a puck slid across the blue line he raced out to try and cover it and two players fell over top of him and nicked an artery in his neck and his life was saved and then his dad who was the fire chief at the time decided he was going to do something and created a neck guard so did it catch on with kim's teammates we'll talk about that and we'll get kim's thoughts on player safety when it comes to neck protection when we return Kim is the first person ever to wear a neck guard in hockey. He went through a tragic incident, a scary incident, fortunately an incident that he survived in 1975 when he was a goaltender playing for the Markham Waxers. Puck slides across the blue line. He races out, dives to jump on top of it. Two players fall over top of him, and he suffers a cut to the side of his neck and... That created a very serious injury, a very life-threatening injury. And a trainer who was only 23 years of age ended up helping to save Kim's life. And he had surgery, and he went back to playing hockey. But his dad was not about to let him, at the age of 18, get back on the ice until he had some neck protection. So his dad came up with a neck guard. Kim went back into the dressing room just weeks later and was able to get back on the ice and continue his hockey career. And we asked Kim whether or not, with him coming into the dressing room, with his teammates knowing what had happened to him, whether when he started wearing a neck guard, any of his teammates started to wear one as well. No, it wasn't really that well received, and that's why it, you know, we, we had the product available in the mid-'70s, but it just took a long time to catch on. And I was obviously playing with 18, 19, 20-year-olds, and they just weren't as receptive to the, the idea. And, and I must say, even to this day, uh, that age group is still a struggle to, um, to get them, um, well, many have to wear it, but even uh, when they do, uh, you know, they're complaining. And, and, and the other part of... of of neck protection, which really has bothered me over the years, is um, when I watch the World Junior Championships, neck cards are altered, they're taped down, they're not worn properly, they fall off, and enforcement of the, the proper wearing of a neck guard is, is extremely important. Kim Crouch joining us, and if you're just joining us, Kim 
had his carotid artery severed after he dove for a puck as a goaltender in 1975, and it led his dad, at that time a firefighter, to create the first neck guard. Kim, what is the proper way to wear a neck guard? Because I don't even know if they come with instructions. A number of manufacturers now make them, but in terms of how you're supposed to wear them, what is the right way? Well, there's different styles of neck guards. Ours is is one that you put on and then fasten with the the, the strap at the back. The other type that's available is like a shirt. It's just a pullover shirt that has a, a neck protection within it. So the labeling, I believe that we had to use when we were manufacturing was, um, you know, to the recommended, manufacturer's recommended uh, wearing of the product, but that was pretty vague. Like, we didn't go into any more detail than just, you know, fasten the Velcro and make sure it's snug. For sure. Yeah. Kim, as a last note, you mentioned it. It took until 1993 for minor hockey organizations to adopt a neck guard. Just this week, one of the major junior leagues, the Western Hockey League, adopted mandatory wearing of a neck guard. The OHL has had it for a few years. The QMJHL has had it for many years. The National Hockey League, still no mandatory wearing of neck guards. What would you like to see when it comes to neck guards and the rest of the hockey world? Is it time for the NHL to have this serious conversation? Well, the one thing I can say, Mike, from just the last few days of reading various articles or listening to players uh, on TV, it is a lot more uh, encouraging and refreshing words that I'm hearing from the players. There's not the pushback that we used to get um, in the past. Uh, Also encouraged by the fact that there was four Winnipeg Jets wearing neck protection in practice yesterday. So this time around, it appears to be uh, a lot more of a hot topic, and uh, I hope that it is uh, something that uh, will eventually become mandatory. We can uh, look back at helmets, and uh, in the NHL, it became mandatory in 79-80, Pfizer's in 2013-14. So let's think and hope that uh, neck guards are the next one on the list. Kim, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for the time. My pleasure, Mike. That is Kim Crouch. Kim was injured when a skate cut his neck in 1975, and his dad created the first neck guard, and here we are. Look at how many years later we are. 48 years right now. And we are still in a situation where not mandatory in the National Hockey League or in pro leagues. They are mandatory in the Ontario Hockey League. They have been mandatory in the QMJHL for a long, long time. Mandatory in minor hockey as of 1993.